0: 4A, Daftaladam Aleph, right? Second line on the page. The Gemara yesterday was talking about the fact that there's this, excuse me, type of rain called Orpila. It's like a very gentle, uh, uh, you know, uh, lulling you to sleep kind of rain. And this rain is very helpful and it reaches the, the seeds that are underneath like a, a clod of dirt and it manages to reach it and uh, help it germinate. Mayur Pila, Uru Pili. Uru means to wake up, and Pili are cracks, right? Not peel as in an elephant, but peel as in a crack. But Rava, Rava says Ha'i Mirabanan, Vamir Abbanan, de Tuti Kala, a beautiful analogy. Right? What is this? That a tur Mirabanan, a young Talmudic scholar, a budding Talmudic scholar, is similar to a parditsa, de Tuti, is similar to the seeds that are underneath this uh, big um, chunk of dirt. It's a hard chunk of dirt, right? Why? Once he starts finding success in his learning, right? Literally, once he starts to sprout, he continues to sprout. In other words, once he's been established as a Tzover Meribunan, a Tzover Meribunan is someone who's already shown great promise. He's not yet there. He's not a Talmud Chacham, but he's a Tzover abundant. He's already someone who has shown promise and is now going to be nurtured. And once he's shown that promise, you can expect to continue blossoming. Bam Rabba, Hay Tzover Me Rabbanon. Rab also says, Hay Tzover who you see loses temper. A Raisa who becomes meraschalay. The reason why he's getting angry is because the Torah is what is in in uh, is causing him to become angry. Shneem it says, Haloi Koyt Varei Ke Esh Nolam Hashem. Right, the famous famous uh, verse in Yirmiyo that Hashem says is not my word like a fire. Proclaims Hashem. Bam Rabba, Shneem Rabba. She says further. Kol Talmud kasha another famous statement. Any Torah scholar who is not hard like iron, right? What exactly this means? We'll see Rashi in a moment. Talmud he is not considered to be a Talmud Chachem, right? So what does this mean? So Rashi says, a hey, Talmud Chachem was not a captain in Kashem kebarzo. In other words, a Talmud Chachem has to have a sense of self-worth, right? We learned in Yuma, right? That if a Talmud Chachem is mistreated, he has to respond with a recognition that this is not just a disrespect to him as an individual, this is a disrespect to the Torah itself. And he has to therefore respond with a sense of, of great aggrievedness, right? Typically we say, if someone is insulted, if someone is <laughs> humiliated, right? It's actually a mitzvah to not respond at all, right? And to call ha'obim v'ein nelvim, right? People who are humiliated and don't respond in kind that's a beautiful, beautiful midah. However, when a Tamil is humiliated, he has to stand up for the honor of the Torah. Shinema so the Talmak not like iron, is not good. Why? It says it says that the Torah's words are like a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces, right? And the famous Midrash says it breaks it into 70 pieces, and that's why the Torah is 70 pieces too. Atun, You learn this idea from there. And then I learned this idea, learned it from here. The khsi as it's written. Eretz, a land, asher avaneha that its stones are like iron. avaneha, its stones, boineha, rather its builders. Okay? We have Amar Ravina. Ravina says, still you should try to teach yourself to always be a pleasant person, a gentle and pleasant person. It says, because it doesn't get and you shall remove the anger from your heart. Right, this is a gemara, another famous Gemara, right? it's also in the darm. Three people made requests improperly. To two of them, Hashem responded in with a, a proper way. In other words, they got the response that they were looking for. And one of them, Hashem responded in a way that was not what he was looking for. And these are they. Eliezer, Abraham. Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, he said to Hashem, the, the person who comes down and offers more water to my camels, that is the person who deserves to marry Yitzchak. And Shalom Ben Kish also asked in a way that was improper. Uh, when did Shalom Ben Kish ask? Let's see. Let's see Rashi. Shalom. 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 The Rashi does not tell us what, what the story is. Maybe the Gemara later on will tell us. The Yifta HaGeladi. And Yifta HaGeladi is the famous story where he wants to offer, he dedicate an offering to Hashem. He says, the next thing that comes out of my house, I'm going to send as an offering to Hashem. In the end, it was his daughter. And according to one opinion, he actually brought her as a sacrifice. And he was one of the leaders of the Jewish people. He was not a, he was a leader, but he was not a proper leader. He was just the best that we could come up with in those days, right? Uh, according to other opinions, he didn't dedicate her as a sacrifice, but he actually locked her up in a tower for the rest of her days which is the source for the legend of Rapunzel. Eliezer, Eben Avram. oh, the is going to tell some stories. Eliezer, Eben Abraham, as it's written, that oh, yeah. the virgin who says that I uh, come and I will let, I say to her, come let down your picture. And then she ends up giving everything, even for the camels. The Gemara says there's a problem here. It could have been a lame girl. A girl is not proper for uh, Eliezer, for, for Yitzchak. It could have even been a blind girl. But he was fortunate in the way that Hashem answered him, and his dominion Rifka, and Rifka was the one who answered him. ben the Sha'al, the son of Kish, Right, so by Goliath, so Shaul ha says the, king, the person who kills Goliath, the king will make him very, very valuable and very rich, and he will also give him his daughter as a as hand in marriage. He could, he could have even been a slave. He could have even been someone who is a bastard, not allowed to marry. Hashivu but answered him Ben David and who his son turns into. was not answered properly. The one who goes out of my doors of my house, could have even been something that's and could be as an offering. He like again, it was answered in a way that's proper. unfortunately, his daughter was the one. This is what the prophet says to Israel. Hatsari ein Begilad, is there no bomb? No, the Tsari is the bomb, right? B-A-L-M, right? In Gilad, Imrofe Sham, is there no doctor there of It's written, that which I didn't command, and that which I didn't speak, and didn't come to my mind. Right? In other words, the question is like this why is it that Yiftach? why didn't he go to become to be matter neder? Why didn't Yiftach say I never would have made this nether? I never would have made this declaration, this oath to dedicate the first thing coming out of my door if I knew that that was going to be my daughter, right? It would have been okay. This is the son of Mesha, the king of Mayav. He took his son, the eldest one, who should have, uh, you know, reigned in his place, and he brought him as an orphan instead. And I didn't speak. Zei this is referring to Yiftach. Zei Yitzchak ben Avram. This is the sacrifice of Yitzchak ben Avram. Um, I don't remember if the Gemara over here is going to go through it, but just very quickly, the story with Yiftach, he should have been Matur nether. But the, the Navi at that time felt that Yiftach should have come to him. Yiftach felt that as the shofet tadar, as the leader of the generation, the Navi should have come to him. So he did not end up being Matur neder, and, and due to both their pride, that's what caused this terrible end for the daughter. Even Yisrael, the congregation of Israel has made a request that was not proper. And Hashem responds to us properly. It says, "Let us know. Let us have this relationship with Hashem. The way that Hashem goes forth is like a nachin. certain as the dawn is coming. When He comes and to us like the rain." Kadash Baruch, says, Abiti, my daughter, is Shapam You ask for something, rain, sometimes it's good that rain, sometimes it's bad. But I will be to you, not just something like rain, which sometimes is good for you, sometimes is bad for you. I shouldn't. You shouldn't ask for me to be like rain, you should ask for me to be like better than rain, because I'm always good for you. She never says, I will be like the dew to Israel, and pal is always good. Dew is always good. And there was another thoughtlessity, Sra'ala asked. Amrullah Fanav, she said in front of Khadh Sparakh, we're in Slailam. Simani Khaisim al-A-Libcha, Khhaisim al-Zariakha, place me like a seal on your heart, like a seal on your arm. Umr Kheshbar Sparakh says, "Be me my daughter. You ask for something which at times can be seen, and times can't be seen. A seal in these places they can be covered up. I'll ni askalakhabash, but I will make it something which can be seen at all times. "Hain never says, that we are actually engraved on Hashem is engraved on the palms of our arms, right? So that is in a different level. That's on a level that can always be seen. It's not covered up. In continues to we do not pray for rain except for a specific time period. Sabrua, they thought that mentioning and asking for is the same thing. who is the Tana who taught this? Amar Avara of Yeshua, he's Amar says. When do we begin to mention rain? From the time when the lulav is put down. Amar Le'Abayah Abayah says, "Afilu teimir Rebbi Yehoshur." You could even say it's Rebbi Yehoshur. She'el le'chud v'haskar le'chud. Asking for rain is one thing; mentioning rain is another thing entirely. there are those who say lema, perhaps Rebbi Yeshua he indeed is Rebbi Yeshua. Turning the page now. The Amar who says mishas hanachasek from the time of putting the lulav down. Amar Ravavavah says, "Afilu teimir Rebbi Yehoshur." You can even say it's Rebbi Yehoshur. She'el le'chud v'haskar le'chud. Asking for rain is one thing; mentioning it is something else entirely says, the one who passes in front of the table. they asked the question from a bayser. Up until when can you ask for rain? until Pesach has passed. says, So once you start asking, you're allowed to continue asking until the end of Pesach. But if you're mentioning it, then in the first day of Pesach, you already stop mentioning it, right? Amr Ula says, That which of Chizda said, It's as hard to understand as vinegar for the teeth, like smoke for the eyes. If one mentions rain at times and you don't even ask for rain, in other words, on the Musaf prayer on the last day, Musaf filah of the last day of Sukkot, you already start mentioning. Rain because when you're davening on Shabbos or Yomtif, you do not mention, you do not say the same tal umatar lavracha because you only say that if you're weekday davening. So you mention the rain, you're maskier the rain, you mention it at times you don't even ask. Well, then, certainly, at a time when you're actually asking for rain, then of course you should still be mentioning rain. Rather, Ullah says, It's two different tanaim, and, and they are arguing about the opinion of Rabbi Yehud says, What does it mean until Passover has passed? Hayer until the first the first um, leader of the of the tefillah, on the first day of Pesach is finished with his Davin. Amrlay Abaya says, mi is there a time at all on Yamtif for asking for rain? No, it's only on the weekday Davin that you save the same talent mother. Amarle, in, yes, Sha'el Muturgamun. The shayel, the one who is the the um, the matorgamon is the interpreter. So every single yomtif, every single Shabbos, and especially on yomtif, the, the rabbis would give a lecture open to everyone. So the matorgamon the one who tries to explain and state over in a louder voice, more projected what the rabbi is saying, he should make a, a mention of prayer for rain. Why would the matorgamon be asking? Why would the interpreter be asking for this? Is something if the doesn't need it. Rather, you have to say it's rather like Rabba Omer, my Yabar Pesach. What does it mean that you don't make mention until Pesach has passed, right? Pesach. Rather, what it means is not the actual Yom Tov of Pesach until eight days of Pesach have passed, or seven days of Pesach. Rather, up until the time for slaughtering the current Pesach has passed. In other words, on Erev Pesach. And just like the beginning of the rainy season, so too is it at the end. Mat Chilase Mask Yerach just like in the beginning, you mentioned rain, even though you've not yet asked for rain, right? So in the beginning of Sukkot, you mentioned, you start saying Masha Baruch, which is just mentioning that Hashem makes the rain, but it's not asking for rain that you don't do until after Sukkot. So too, the very last day right before Pesach is when you stop asking for rain, even though you're still mentioning rain later. So too, when it comes to on Pesach itself, you're still mentioning rain, even though you're no longer asking for rain. Baya says, Maskar. It makes sense that at the beginning you should be mentioning rain. Hasgara nami Well, Hasgara mentioning is also a way of sort of of bringing, um, appeasing, uh, making happiness in front of Hashem for asking. Ela but at the end, my Why are you still trying to appease Hashem to ask? If you stopped asking explicitly, why are you still trying to appease? Ela Rather, once again, he wants to say like Ulah's understanding. Follows the opinion of we begin to ask for rain on the third day of Marcheshvan. Aming says, <laughs> on the seventh day. I'm a lay. She says Gavai Gavakaramas, what are you asking a question? For Rabbiekran, like Lakabi Huda and Ribalaz are Pasanakabamlail. They're not the same person. What's your question? same uh or you can say there's no question. One time we're talking about asking what they're talking about mentioning. So in terms of the halaqab when you mention, we could go one way, in terms of the laqab when you ask, we could be a different way. But um was of the opinion. Anytime you're mentioned you're asking, you should also be mentioning. Itmar. that's only true about when you're supposed to stop asking for rain at the end of the rainy season then we stop both mentioning and asking by the beginning of the rainy season we begin with mentioning and only later do we start asking you to mention then you should also begin to ask but once you stop asking then you should stop mentioning rather the whole thing's not a question one is talking about Eretz Yisrael one is talking about in Babel. In Babel, you bring in the, the harvest later than you brought in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, you don't start dabbing for rain until a later period of time. Because once the rain comes, the harvest that is drying is not going to dry. Dabra. What's the different about us that we still have our produce in the field? Well, in Eretz Yisrael, they also have the Eretz Yisrael, The people who are heading back after Pesach. So they also should stop putting it off. When is Rabbi Echanan saying that there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and HaTelaretz when the Bezimigdash was no longer around, and therefore there's no more eil regal, people are not making a pilgrimage to Eretz Yisrael. (laughs) HaAshtadah Salachi, now that you said that this entire case is talking about after the Bezimigdash is no longer around, how did they do that? We could say both of them are referring to us. We could say both cases are talking about Israel. One is talking about when the Besamekdash is still standing and therefore you wait later period of time because so you don't want the rain to fall on the pilgrims. And second is talking about when the is no longer standing and therefore we're not concerned and you can mention it earlier. But we you have two days of Yom what should we do? Omar, uh, Rav says, Mas-chil You should begin to mention in the Musaf of Shmini Atzeres, And you stop in Mincha and in Meirev and in the morning. But then you say it again, in the second musaf of the second day. Fascinating. In other words, if the Tov is a snake of the yema, which day it is? So, in the first day, you can't mention it until musaf. But then, since it's not really, you're not sure which day it is, so then after musaf on the first day, you should stop saying it again until musaf on the second day. It seems like a very odd, odd type of situation. But I guess that would be the logical conclusion if we want to treat the first day like the second day. Go and say this to Abba, to Rab you already made a day holy. In other words, you already mentioned rain. So therefore, it's If you stop saying it, then you're saying it's really the seventh day of Sukkot, which is still Chalamaid. It doesn't make any sense. You can't have it both ways. You begin to mention Mosav. But then you stop ma'iriv and Shachras. And then you can mention it again in musaf, Because then at least you're not having the problem, at least ostensibly, of within one day declaring it, First shmini at and then, and then halamay. So, Rava Amar, right, I'm turning the page down, the heyyam and alaf, Rava says, once you begin to mention it, you don't stop. And so, Rav said the same thing, and Rav also was he returned, and he said the same thing as well, the Amar of Hanana, the Rava, says the name of Rav, you count 21 days from the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and the shmini Yamim, Ad the same way we count 10 days of repentance from the first day of Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Then you begin to mention it. Once you mention, you don't stop mentioning it. Once you start mentioning Mashabaruch, you do not stop mentioning Mashabaruch. Even though it's a fake of the Yema, you don't say that you should stop on the second day up until Musaf of the second day. It doesn't make any sense. Indeed, that is not what we do. Okay. Take care, guys. I'll see you tomorrow night. Some of you, at least. Be well.